Tensions are also on the rise today in Israel after a 13-year-old Palestinian boy opened fire and wounded two Israelis in East Jerusalem this morning. Police say armed civilians overpowered the attacker. Last night, a Palestinian gunman shot and killed seven people outside a synagogue in an Israeli settlement in East Jerusalem. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and the top national security minister visited the synagogue overnight. Fresh blood still ran down the pavement. Netanyahu convened his cabinet this evening to consider Israel's response to the violence, measures that include authorizing more gun licenses for Israeli citizens and sealing and destroying the homes of accused terrorists. This afternoon, Secretary of State Antony Blinken departed for a trip to the Middle East, which will include a stop in Israel on Monday. Floodwaters are receding and cleanup could begin today in New Zealand's largest city, Auckland, after the heaviest rainfall ever recorded there. Locals mopped up and collected muddy debris at their homes and businesses. Floodwaters tossed cars and set homes down eroded hillsides. Prime Minister Chris Hipkins assessed the widespread damage today by helicopter after more than 15 inches of rain left parts of the city underwater. State of emergency remains in place. Three people have died and another is missing. Pope Francis is clarifying his words days after he said in an interview that being gay is not a crime, but it is a sin. The pontiff responded to a question from a ministry for LGBTQ Catholics in a handwritten note dated yesterday. Francis wrote, when I said it is a sin, I was simply referring to Catholic moral teaching, which says that every sexual act outside of marriage is a sin. The Pope went on to say that each case should be considered individually. Former President Donald Trump hit the campaign trail today for the first time since announcing his 2024 bid. He went to the early primary states of New Hampshire and South Carolina. He's the only 2024 Republican candidate who's officially entered the race, but others are expected to run, including his former Vice President Mike Pence and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. And on this day 37 years ago, the space shuttle Challenger exploded just 73 seconds after lifting off from Cape Canaveral. All seven crew members were killed, including schoolteacher Krista McAuliffe, who would have been the first private citizen in space. The catastrophic accident remains one of space's, space exploration's worst tragedies. Still to come on PBS News Weekend, closing the education gap created by COVID-era learning loss and how some states are working to fund the 988 Suicide Prevention Hotline. This is PBS News Weekend from WETA Studios in Washington, home of the PBS NewsHour, weeknights on PBS.